perfect as always. Are you describing yourself, Mr. West? Hello, citizens. Welcome to the Phoenix West Show, episode 65, right? Something like that. I think that's where we're at. 66. Wow, I am way off. I am just a fucking... I'm, I am a, a ball of confusion right now. I am going through so many different things. And let me explain. That's part of what this episode is, because this is not your normal episode. This is not just me talking in a microphone. Instead, it's me talking to a camera. Not, not right now, but earlier. And by that, I do mean this episode is, or was, initially episode eight of Americant. I shot this thing soon after Trump was elected president. Um, so before he took office, I think I recorded it on November 29th. That's right. Of 2016, that is. So, I, a lot of confusion, a lot of emotions. Um, the problem, though, it was I started recording it, and I didn't feel satisfied with it at all. I made these notes, and I just improvised this rant on the election, on Democrats, on Republicans. I, I called the episode Red versus Blue Part 3 Orange because it was about Trump. And basically the whole point of the episode was that I was going to be as racist, as homophobic, as xenophobic against Trump as I as he is against everybody else. And that was all I really wanted to say. Unfortunately, that got buried and pushed until the last four minutes of the episode, and then it got so overshadowed. And the big problem with it with the episode that I had was, okay, let me go through this in order, and I'll get to the problem. I shot this episode on an afternoon. I wore a sweatshirt because it was cold as shit that morning, and I was like uncomfortable, and I was hot in the office. And but the problem is the LIW Studios office was also taken over by episode nine of American, which I believe will now become eight because this one is getting scrapped. It's not going to be this episode will not become an American episode, not in its current format. I'm going to reshoot it. Anyway, the ep- the the whole office was just being overtaken. So was my mind. I was already working on episode nine of American, which is this big weird project. I'm going to call it the white privilege episode, just so I don't have to say numbers because it's going to change. It's going to get confusing. I was already working on the white privilege episode of Americant, which, which if you've seen pictures on Instagram and on my Facebook page and our Facebook, the LIW Studios Facebook page, it's, or Lord of Wonderland, I believe it's just called, it's already, it's this weird project where I built this, I built a mini poker table and put bobbleheads all around it, and I put faces on bobbleheads, and I put me in a green screen in, in the bobblehead playing playing poker with these guys. It's a weird fucking episode, guys. So I was already like heavily moving on, and I'm working on these, all these different projects. I've, I'm already starting to fall behind on Walking Dead and Westworld uh, stuff, and I believe that was when um, American Horror Story was was wrapping up this, this season. So I was just working on too many things, and I, I the passion wasn't there when I did the episode, when I did this episode, the one you're about to listen to. And not to, not to say don't listen to it, but it's interesting to see what the difference will be. I haven't shot the, I haven't reshot it yet, but I want to see what the difference is between the the vastness of this versus the, the vast unfocused episode that you're going about to listen to, versus the the final product of American, which is going to be a, a video show. But it's, it's going to be. I'm going to be curious to see how, what the difference is. You know what I mean? That I, I just felt like I got so lost and I was so dispa- dispassionate about it. I wanted to have more emotion and more passion in it. And it, it was just flat out lacking. I didn't have any, not to say I didn't care, but it was just like, eh, whatever. I didn't, I, I, 
it wasn't there. I didn't feel it. I just started. Ed- I even so much so that I knew I knew it in the moment, and then when I finished uh, recording it, I put it on Final Cut, and I was like, "All right, I'll put that there." And then I went ahead, went ahead, and shot all of the White Privilege episode of American with the idea of, "Oh, I'll go back to editing this." And then finally, I did today on the twelfth of December. That was like two fucking weeks ago that I did this. That's how disinterested I am in what I shot. I was so. And I knew it the whole time. That's the problem. I knew it while I was doing it. Instead, I should have went, all right, let's find a focus here. Let's, let's think about this a little harder. But so, you know, it's all a learning curve. There's a reason I'm not putting out as a finished product. I don't want to put the American name on it. And not to say that this show is not worth as much, but this show is kind of way, this show is way more experimental as far as just saying things. This is more of a, an improvised stand-up show. That's what the, that's what the Phoenix West show is, this, this podcast. Anyway, guys, I don't want to ramble on too long. Uh, let's just say this is this will never see the light of day as a video show. It, it never will. It was very boring. I kept the camera and I was very close. I was just sitting in the office and I was across the across the room from it. From it, it's the exact same setup I had for Nick Cage Cast Four. Um, the only problem is I didn't have the handheld thing, which I should have done. It adds just a little bit of movement. This and this one in this American episode you're about to listen to, the camera's just sitting there. And I was just talking into it. And it was very fucking boring. I don't like doing things like that. I don't like doing that. So, the next, when, when the episode does come out, the American Orange episode, I want it to be more passionate. I want it to be shorter for sure. I even mentioned in this episode you're about to listen to that uh, uh, this one's shorter than normal, guys. And it's fucking 20 minutes. It is by far the longest episode. I think the longest episode is the uncut version of... Uh, Blue, red versus blue, blue and red. Those un, the uncut versions are like fifteen and a half minutes or sixteen minutes or something like that. But the ones you see on YouTube are like fourteen. So it is by far the longest episode. So guys, without further ado, um, here's the episode. I hope you like it. I, I I don't think you're gonna love it, but it's interesting to see how this whole process has gone. I I wanted you guys to see or hear, I guess, a little peek into the inner workings here at LAW. To see how failure works. So learn from your mistakes, kids. Learn from your mistakes, adults. Everyone can learn from their mistakes. I make a shit ton of mistakes. There are so many mistakes. I mostly thrive on mistakes. I'm a, I'm a mistake factory. That's what the studio is. It's a mistake factory as well as a, as a podcast and video show. I, I hope you enjoy it at some level. It's interesting to listen to, I guess. I, I only edited it once. I cut out some stuff. I cut out the awkward pauses. I cut out parts where I ramble or repeat myself. And But there's still some in there because I only went through once and edited it. So I apologize if it's not the greatest sound, but it is what it is. So deal with it. Anyway, guys, um, I hope you enjoy. Hello, citizens. Welcome to American Episode 8. Look, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Trump got elected. It's confusing. The whole nation's tearing itself apart. Everything's chaos right now. I don't want to get that serious about it, but here we go. If you go on Facebook right now, you're going to see everything from your racist uncle to your fucking tree-fucking cousin commenting on Trump and Clinton and recounting and elections and voter fraud and racism and racism and rioting and protesting and blah, blah, blah into infinity. It's never going to fucking end. Look, I put out two episodes at the beginning of this year about the fence party, and I firmly believe in the fence party. So let me just say this from the beginning. I am not on a side. I am on the fence on most issues. I am on the fence when it comes to political parties. I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I lean more toward the Democrat side, 
if you want to, if I have to be honest. I but the whole point of the fence party is that we sit on it and we pick and choose. We don't have to just be labeled a Democrat and then you're over here and you are this. You are a whiny fucking pussy. Or you are a Republican. You're over here and you're a racist moron. You don't know how to read. You're backwoods. It's not all that fucking stereotypical, okay? There's a lot more going on. It's a lot more gray area than we'd like to admit. Okay, so with that being said, let me just say, people who voted for Trump, you might not be racist, okay? You're probably not racist. There. Feel better? With that being said, at a certain point, when you continuously vote for people who are racist and continually vote for people who get put in the office and vote against anything for minorities, be that racially, religiously, ethnically, whatever the fuck you want to call it, when you continuously vote for these people who think so little of people unlike themselves who aren't rich white men, and I know that sounds very stereotypical of a Democrat and all the rich white men thing and 1% and blah, blah, blah. But the fucking point is, though, when you continuously vote for these people, there's not a difference between being a racist and not being a racist. If you're going to vote racist, you're voting the racist card. You really are. There's not, there's not a point where you say, oh, yeah, I voted for the racist guy, but I'm not racist. And I know he like executed all the black people, but that wasn't me, even though I voted for him. It doesn't make any sense, does it? When you continuously vote for people who pass legislation against people who are in a minority of some sort, whatever the fuck, you, whatever the fuck we're talking about here, it doesn't matter which minority you are, women, even just women, they, when you vote for them every single time, every four years, every four years you vote for those people, you're not racist, but you're voting racist. I don't, I don't understand, so don't stick your fucking guns in this one. And speaking of guns, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack on both sides of this debate here. This is red versus blue, so I'll do red first. Red's always going to come first in this, just because it's red versus blue. Red side. Guns aren't everything. If you're voting solitarily just to keep your fucking gun, you're a terrible person. You are really just a piece of shit. I don't care about your fucking gun. I'm not coming for your gun. That's number two. I don't give a shit about your gun. I don't fucking care about your goddamn gun. Point is, if you're voting just to keep your guns, which have been under the, uh, a target... I know it's a gun pun, but nobody's coming for your guns. Uh, guns. I heard eight years of Obama coming for your guns. He never fucking did. Yes, he did start to try to work on legislation, maybe towards gun reform and making it harder to get a gun. Are you really against making it harder for people who are crazy to get fucking guns? Are you really against that? Like, do you really want crazy people to have guns? I don't. If you do, just let me know because I don't understand it. But okay, so there's that blue side. Are, are, do people really want... Do you guys really want to take away the guns? Because I haven't heard one person. I have comics. Most of my friends on Facebook, and that's where I'm getting most of this from, like the, the, the crowdsourcing, is from Facebook. Most of them are comics. Those are mostly Democrats. Do, you guys don't want the guns. I haven't heard one person say they want to take away guns. I, I have... I have heard things of gun reform, making bills that are to make it harder to get a gun, to make it so you can't get automatic weapons. Why the fuck do you need an assault rifle? I don't understand. It's called an assault rifle. You're not using that for protection at home. Nobody is. Shotguns, rifles, handguns, there you go. What's wrong with that? Nobody in the world, as far as I can tell, has a problem with you having guns. Okay? Just have fucking guns. We're fine with it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's, nobody wants to take away your fucking Glock, okay? Goddamn. What we got here is the red constantly defending the Second Amendment, the, the blue constantly defending the First Amendment. 
So we got that going on. Um, and it seems to be all they really care about. is The blue wants to be able to say whatever they want, and the red wants to have a fucking gun. And other than that, it's up in the air. It's, it's whatever you want to believe past that. If you're too far over here or too far over here, you're fucked up. Something's wrong. Your morals are just extremely extreme, pretty much. That's the best way to word it. There's a reason I have that word. If you're too far over here, you're not even paying attention to what's happening on the other side of the fence here. And the fence is in the middle. Keep, keep up with me. Come on. But you're, not, you're, you're completely locked off from the other side. You're not seeing the other side at all. And therefore, you will never vote against, you'll never vote against your own side. You'll never notice when shit happens that should not be happening. You're not going to care. Because that's who I agree with, so he agrees with me, and that's all we need to do. What the fuck way to vote is that? Blue. What the fuck? Stop being so offended by everything. Not everything has to be Hitler. Not everything coming from the red is Hitler, okay? I understand you think Trump is racist. I really do. I think he is too. I, I don't like Trump. I will say that right now. I've said it a lot online, actually. I even told him to go fuck him, or told him he's a fucking idiot today, actually. That's what I said. Here's my problem with the blue side. You guys are offended by fucking everything, but you are the ones with the internet trolls. The internet trolls are mostly blue. They really are. And yet you guys are offended by fucking everything, even though you guys are the ones defending the First Amendment, the right to say and do whatever you want. But every time something comes out you guys don't like, like a TV show or a movie, you want to ban, you want to shut down, you want this theater down. They're not doing the thing we like. They're being offensive. They're being racist. They're doing this. And you want to shut them down. That is going... Exactly against the thing you're saying you want is the First Amendment and the freedom of speech and the freedom to say and do whatever the fuck you want to do. How is shutting down a production that you don't agree with the First Amendment? How is that upholding the First Amendment? It's not. You're being hypocritical. Stop it. Let me just say this Fidel Castro just died, and people on the fucking far left actually defended him as if he was like a champion of civil rights because he gave his people health care, which only applied to straight men. Because if you were gay, you were just put in the camps to conversion camps or firing squads. Fucking, what are you, why are you defending, why are you mourning this guy? He's a fucking monster. Are you fucking serious? What the fuck's wrong with you? And I think it's dissipated by now, but the protests that have been going on over Trump getting elected, I don't know what good those are doing. I, I, but I'm not going to say stop it. Do whatever you got to do. If you feel like that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. And, you know, Godspeed, if you believe in God, which you probably don't because you're on left. But the point is, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. You need a goal in mind. Are you trying to make it so Trump isn't president? Because I don't see that happening. I just, what, is the Electoral College going to be that swayed by some protests, by some block roads? I don't, I don't understand what the point is. And, but I also don't think you should just lay down and accept it. I, I think there's a medium, there's a, there's a middle ground where the fence party is, where it's, what's, okay, well, we lost. Well, Trump is president. We lost. Let's figure out a way to enact change within our community. Maybe helping people not be Trump supporters in the future. I don't know. Something like that. Educating people on the differences in races and religions and sexes and things like that. Some sort of social awareness programs instead of just standing around on the streets protesting. I don't... I don't know what protests are going to do in this case. If he, if he, if Trump eventually gets, becomes president and does enact a law that's horribly racist or offensive or really just ruins the quality of life of a specific gender or religion, that's when you should be protesting because you can actually stop it. You can actually raise awareness for it. But this is already in the fucking books. Like, it's already done. 
I re- highly doubt the Electoral College is going to vote against it. I, I really can't see that happening. If it does, it'd be fucking amazing, and I will take back everything I just said. And also, let me say this. In the terms of internet trolls that we just talked about, and how I said most of them come from the blue side, this is very, very fucking evident by the 15,000 votes for Harambe. Um, I almost don't feel bad for those people who are upset that Trump became president when 15,000 votes could have went toward you could have went against it when they instead it went toward a dead gorilla. This internet and troll subculture that's that exists online is so fucking stupid and and just it's actually as bad as people who just unknowingly voted for Trump. That's as far as I see it because you you've created this culture where all those vote went towards all those votes went towards something that was a joke and what's the how is that funny? In, in four years when you're like, I don't have a job and I can't go outside because I'm black. Like, what am I supposed to do? I, maybe I shouldn't have voted for the, the fucking dead gorilla. Maybe that was a bad idea. Maybe that wasn't as funny now as, I, as it was then. What are you trying to accomplish by voting for a dead gorilla? Honestly, I don't understand it. I, I really wish I could comprehend it, wrap my, mind, wrap my mind around it. I just I just fucking can't figure it out. It baffles me. It angers me, to be honest. <laughs> it's really stupid. People wrote in Batman. People fucking wrote in Batman. I, I hate you. So here's the problem with voting for Harambe or Batman, whatever, is those votes could have went against Trump. And not that I'm that fucking excited, or wasn't that excited, I guess, past tense is fine, for Hillary Clinton. I don't like her. I think she rigged the uh, primaries. I really do. Bernie should be in there. But the point is, those votes could have went against Trump, who now has so much control. And people think, oh, he's just president. What can he do? Point is, he can now appoint judges. He's going to appoint a few judges coming up here because they're getting very old and they're going to die. So these Supreme Court judges are going to be vacated. And he's going to fill them with whoever the fuck crazy person he wants. He's already made some very questionable decisions. So he's going to fill those the Supreme Court vacancies. He's going to fill them. And that is where it gets dangerous. That's where it actually fucking matters because human rights issues go to the Supreme Court. And if they all vote crazy and horribly offensive and just, no, Muslims are gone. They're they're the fuck out of here. That has precedence in the Supreme Court. It's going to be fucking next to impossible to overturn that later on when it comes down to it. And that's a scary, that's a scary thought. That really is. Your vote for Harambe was hilarious at the time, but... (laughs) By Muslims, by gay people, by whatever else he... I'm not saying he's going to do that. I'm just saying he... What if he did? What if he fucking did? I'm not a slippery slope person. But, you know, say he gets the taste for it. And he's just like, yeah, let's keep kicking people out. I don't like people... My naysayers. Let's get rid of the media, too. I don't like them very much. Let's get rid of them. Yeah, all of them are gone. Fuck it. Let's get rid of all of them. I'm not saying he's gonna, but what if he did? What if he started to? And then the Supreme Court's on his side because they like they, he put him there. With that episode I made, the American 3 and 4, the red versus blue, um, I made a stereotype presidential debate, and then it fucking happened. That was before either candidate was announced, obviously. I made that back in, I think, February of, the, of 2016. Point is, it fucking came and it went, and it was exactly what happened in my stereotype debate. It was just buzzwords left and right. It was, we're going to build a wall, and then over here it was like, we're going to you know, freedoms, and we need, we need safe spaces, and all this, and it was just these two stereotypes debating back and forth, and it's going to be the same thing every four years, 
This is why I'm pitching the, the fence party. We got to stop being so lumped into one crowd, one, one blue or red. We have to stop being that. You have to stop doing that. It's not beneficial for you. It's really not. You constantly voting for the same fucking thing every year is just 50-50 every single time. That's why nothing will ever get accomplished. Because when 50% of the people want it, it, it vote, uh, a law's going to go, yep, nope, yep. It's just tug of war with the same amount of people and the same amount of strengths. It's just tug of war with the same amount of people on the other side. It's pulling and it's, nothing ever happens. It really just comes down to two fucking stereotypes arguing with each other every four years. And it's just the same thing every four years. And every, every time people are upset and it's about half the population. I get it. And then, then there's a whole electoral college thing. Should we get rid of it? Should we keep it? I understand why it's, I understand why it's there. I also don't agree with it, but I do agree with it. It's a very complex thing. I don't think... The big cities should vote over what happens in, like, fucking the middle of Iowa. But I also agree with, if you're one guy on a huge patch of land in Iowa, why the fuck is your vote worth more than someone who lives in a city who's surrounded by different cultures constantly? I don't know why your vote is just... Actually, more important because of how this works, how the Electoral College works, it's actually more important and it's more valued than the guy from the city. So I don't really agree with the Electoral College in that way. Trump's going to drain the swamp of all the corruption in Washington. And he's going to refill it with swamp, even heavier, even boggier, even more racist, even more homophobic and xenophobic and jingoistic and all this shit. And it's just going to keep getting out of hand. But the difference is, he's not a politician, guys. He's not a politician. And what's he got, what's he got to lose, you know? The biggest complaint about American citizens and the middle class is that corporations are taking over their country. So what's the harm in electing a guy who's just a big corporation on legs? I can't imagine what will go wrong, you know? There's no way he's going to give tax breaks to his billionaire friends until there's just no money left for the rest of us. There's no way that's going to happen. What are the odds? <laughs> Guys. <sighs> Fox News. No, Fox News says no. No. So, I don't know where I'm going with this episode. It, I don't know where I'm going with this episode. It's very sprawling and it's all over the place. I realize that. But my whole point is, though, this is the orange episode. And the whole point of this episode, I'm going to keep this one shorter than most episodes, is to say, the whole point of this episode is to say, um, fuck Trump, fuck Trump up his stupid orange ass. Um, I'm going to be, I, I decided that I'm going to be as racist, as sexist, as xenophobic as I can toward this man for the next four years. And God, God help us if it's eight years. God help us. The point is, he's expressed countless times that he does not want to treat other people with respect so i'm not going to i don't i don't i don't have positional respect i give respect where respect is due not just based on position like how many people really respect their boss if they're a fucking asshole no, you don't you don't you do out of threat of being fired and i respect him out of threat of you know being sent to guantanamo bay i'm not gonna fucking be a you know monster toward him. i'm not gonna make threats i'm not i'm not psycho but the point is, I'm going to be just as sexist, just as racist, and just as homophobic as he is. Um, the point is, though, I'm going to be just as sexist, just as racist, and just as xenophobic as against him as I can. Which is going to be difficult in the xenophobic part, because he is from America, and so am I. So I'm going to get creative. I'm going to make it very, very specific uh, geographically. I'm going to make it very just New York. And I'm from Michigan, so there we go. I live in Arizona now. He lives in New York slash Washington, D.C. What the fuck's going on there, guys? I don't know. Point is though, I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of his orange sexy ass. Oh man, I'm just gonna 
fucking violate. No, I can't say that, can I? He's, he's going to be president. I'm going to verbally violate his orange sexy ass just for the next four years. Just, man, I love how sexy he is as a piece of meat. I just want to grab him by the asshole, grab him by the balls, you know, and just just grab him and kiss him, you know. I just want to, I just want to kiss him. I'm not going to. I just want to, though. If I was rich as he was, I could just do it, as he clearly stated. But I also fucking de- detest the color of his skin. That orange fuck. That orange bastard. I fucking hate him. I want him out of this country. Those New Yorkers need to get the fuck out of our country, right? Those New Yorkers. It was or- just, the or- just the orange New Yorkers, okay? Just those people. And maybe the orange New Jerseyans, New Jerseyites, those guys. Maybe they need to get the fuck out of here, too. I don't know. Just, a, just throwing an idea out there to see what sticks to the wall, you know? <laughs> uh, you orange fuck. You sexy orange fuck. I hate that I love his body, but I hate his sex. I hate that he's a man, you know? I hate that he's, I hate that he's uh, orange. I hate the color of his skin. I hate the, the color of his sexy skin. I just fucking hate it. I hate myself for loving it so much, and it's really confusing for me. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, so if you want to join me on being really sexist, xenophobic, and racist toward our president, I can't believe I had to say that, use the hashtag no more orange. Let's get the orange out of this country, guys. Get the fucking orange out. No more, no more orange. Hashtag no more orange. Anyway, guys, check out liwstudios.com. That's where the rest of this shit is. Um, YouTube.com slash Wonderland. That's where you're watching this video. Check it out, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, we're on all of those. LoadingWonderland.com, LAWstudios.com goes to the same place. Figure it out. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, American citizens. Unless you're orange, or like a male, or like, ugh, or from New, like New York, ugh, 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 ugh. No more orange. No more orange. Oh. Oh, I got Oh, seriously. Fuck you, Trump.